Hey everyone and welcome to the Greater Than Podcast. My name is Elijah Murrow. So honored and blessed you've taken out the time to join us again today. Wherever you find yourself in the world, the Lord is doing good things and he's doing it in your life and mine. He is forever faithful and so true and just. Man, we've ended one year. We're into another. We're in 2022 at the time that you'll be listening to this podcast. And I'm so excited about what the Lord has for us. I believe that uh, in this year, and um, you have to follow, stay with me here. I believe this year that things uh, aren't going to get any better. Uh, wow, man, I tell you, what a way to be a Debbie Downer. What are you talking about, Elijah? Well, you're going to let a man finish or are you just going to cut me off? You're going to write me off already. Shout out to Ben Pace. Hey, you're going to write me off already, man. Come on, homie. Now, nah, listen, man, here's what, here's what I'm saying. I believe that in terms of what's going on in the world, Things will not get better. Uh, but the Bible says that uh, where sin abounds, come on now, you know the verse, grace does much more abound. Listen, I'm not, I'm not opposed to sin abounding. <laughs> now, in my life personally, if I have the grace of God, the grace of God will train me personally where I'm not succumbing and giving in to sin, where I'm actually dead to sin. How can I walk any longer in it? But in terms of the, the, the sense of the world, right? I'm not talking about myself. The Bible says that we were able by the power of the Holy Spirit to keep our own selves from sin, from iniquities, things of that nature because of what Jesus has done. That's the only, listen, you, you in and of yourself have no strength to beat the enemy, but because of who's in you and because of what Jesus has done, that when the world is going cray cray, man, I tell you what, we are growing in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what's going to happen in this year, man. And I'm excited about what the Lord is doing. We had a series on faith that we were going into, man, and I'm so excited uh, about it. And I believe the Lord really helped us and minister. We use that to kind of go into the new year. Didn't really have a special like new year message or whatever. And then of course we had Miss Jen uh, on the podcast talking about fasting. I, I felt like you guys would enjoy that. Originally I recorded that, man, I'm thinking October, but I was like, man, I'm going to hold this in the tuck until it's January. Cause that's when a lot of people are thinking about fasting. So thought it'd be the perfect time to release it. And so I know you were blessed by it. Leave a comment, a review on Apple podcasts. If you have not left a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts, what in the world? What are you doing? <laughs> I know most of my listeners are on the Apple Podcasts, so if you haven't, uh, man, let's get that. Let's get those ratings up. We want to get the word out. We want more people hearing this word and being transformed by it. That was a long intro. Let's pray and dig right on in. Father God, we thank you so much for the word, for the anointing. We ask, Lord, that you speak beyond me as the very oracles of God, that which would invoke a change and bring us up to a new level. In Jesus, we thank you for this new year that we're already in. I mean, we're in. We're already in the thick of this. We're already mid January by the time this will be released. And I thank you, Father, for working in us both to will and to do of your good pleasure for this year. We say that this is a year of your open hand. This is a year of your hand being open, stretching forth your hand to heal, to promote, to lead, and guide. In Jesus' name, Amen. All right, guys, you see the title. The title of the message today is Willingness greater than readiness, willingness, greater than readiness. Here we go. First Corinthians eight, 12. Let's just dig right on in for if they're first be a willing mind. Ooh, I'm already getting hyped. It is accepted according to what a man has, not according to what he doesn't have. If they're first be a willing mind, it is acceptable according to what a man has, not according to what he does not. 
Isaiah 119. I got to I got to move. I got a lot of verses. Isaiah 119. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Uh, you could translate like this. If you be willing to obey, if you be willing to obey, you will eat the good of the land. Here's where we're going to park for a little bit. John seven, verse 17. If anyone wills to do the father's will, Jesus is talking here, here, excuse me. He shall know concerning the doctrine, whether it is from God or whether I speak of my own authority. The NIV says it like this. Anyone who chooses to do the will of God will find out. Man, oh man, if you and I will simply choose to do the will of God, watch this now, we'll find out. Whether my teaching, he goes on to say in the NIV, uh, comes from God or whether I speak on my own. Watch this now. It's not the deed, which is the outcome of faith. Watch this. But the will that precedes it. I'm going to back it up. Let me say it again. Golly. It's not the deed. It's not the doing, right? Uh, that is the outcome of faith. Oh, whoa. Some of, so I, I, I hear the gears turn. I know what verse you're thinking of. Let me, let me finish. But the will which precedes it. Oh, man, that is here spoken of. The human will to do the divine will is the only condition of knowing it. I'm going to read it again. The human will to do God's divine will is the only condition of knowing it. If any man wills to do his will, <laughs> he'll know. I'm just, I love it. I'm getting excited and hyped. It's not the deed that is the outcome of faith. No. But it's the will that precedes the deed. See, you can, well, Elijah, call. Here's a verse. Faith without works is dead, man. Yeah, you can't be just a hearer of the word. You got to be a doer. You know, not just a doer, my homie. You got to be a willing doer. <laughs> because, see, it's the will that precedes it. It is the will to God. God is all about the heart and the heart is the part of you, whether or not you're going to be willing. If there first be a willing mind, or you could say if there first be a willing heart, then it's acceptable. Then your gift, that's the context in first Corinthians, right? That's the context there. In, well, second Corinthians eight twelve. that's the context is about a gift. They were about to sow uh, in, in, into some churches that were in tremendous need. And then the church in Corinth was even communicating out of poverty in uh, the church in Philippi did the exact same thing, but they did it for uh, Paul personally in his ministry. But if there first be the willing mind, then it's acceptable. I tell you what, I'm enjoying sitting here recording this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being faithful. Thank you for uh, just uh, reaching out, man. And if you haven't, man, reach out to us. Let us know how the podcast is blessing you. Don't forget, leave that rating and review. It really helps the podcast to grow and for other people to see it. But let us know how the podcast is blessing you. Reach out to us. You can email us at info at MerleMinistries.com. Uh, Instagram and Facebook at I am Elijah Merle. Uh, Instagram and Facebook book at greater than PC. And I believe that um, the Lord will bless you. And we'll, we're looking forward to hearing from you. Point number one, the any man is key. 
I love it so much. The any man is key. That's point number one. He says any man, right? The, The only condition to knowing the will of God is to be willing to do it. That's the only condition. Any man, he says, so this would mean, therefore, let me say it like this, any man in his dysfunction, (laughs) any man in his arrogance, any man in his fears, any man in his doubt, any man who just doesn't know what to do with his life, any man that wills to do God's will will not fail to know it. Mere performance of God's will, ladies and gentlemen, is not enough. There must first be a willingness. <laughs> oh, I love it, man. This is, this is becoming one of my favorites already out the gate. Psalms 25, 8 through 14, New King James. Y'all know I like to do the New King James version. Well, bless God, I only use King James. Well, well no, I'm not going to say that. Good and upright is the Lord. Uh, therefore, he teaches sinners in, in the way. Oh, my goodness. The humble he guides in justice and the humble he teaches his way. Okay. All right. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth. Oh, that. Ooh. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth. All, let me read that again. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth. We would say in the King James grace and truth or in the, in the, in the new Testament grace and truth to such as keep his covenant and his testimonies for your namesake. O Lord, pardon my iniquity for it is great. <laughs> He's like, listen, I'm going to be straight up with you. <laughs> I got some great iniquity here, my guy. I'm going to need you to pardon it. Lord, sir. He says, who is the man that fears the Lord? Him. He shall teach in the way he chooses. He himself shall dwell in prosperity and his descendants shall inherit the earth. Well, here it is. Now watch this. The secret of the Lord. Oh man is with those who fear him and he will show them his covenant. Let's read that in the Young's literal translation. Young's literal is a literal rendering of these verses. It kind of talks backwards, but I mean to them in that time, we would be talking backwards to them. But here's how it is in the uh, Young's literal translation. The secret of the Lord mm, is for those fearing him and his covenant. He'll cause them to know the passion translation says it like this. There's a private place reserved for the, for the devoted, excuse me, lovers of Yahweh where they sit near him. Notice this language about sitting. I want you to remember that where they sit near him and receive the revelation secrets of his promises. Golly. When it says the secret of the Lord, right? That literally means familiar intercourse. Oh my goodness. Intimacy, knowing God, which is an important thing. You and I must know God for ourselves. The Hebrew word primarily means, watch this, couch. It's not wrong. It's literally what the Hebrew word primarily means, a couch. And then the confidential talk of those sitting on it, on the couch. Watch this. You're sitting down having a session. And I threw this in there, a counseling session. You and I need to sit down and have regular counseling sessions with God. He says the secret of the Lord, that word secret can also be translated couch. You can read it like this. The couch of the Lord, (laughs) 
is with those who fear him and they sit near him and receive revelation secrets. But it's for those who fear him. Uh, those that word fear is not talking about being terrified. It is talking about a reverence. Let me say it like this for the purpose of this podcast, a willingness. I have a reverence for certain ministers that the Lord's put in my life. Um, I'll use this as an, as an example. Uh, you know, last year uh, we had spirit wind in Atlanta in April. Man, oh man, and what a time we had. It was the very first spirit wind conference. And uh, we did it in, in April. And I originally scheduled to have Pastor Ray Jean Wilson um, to speak twice during that meeting, right? Because he's, he's, he's the elder among the lineup of ministers that I had. And I want experience to speak more than anybody else. But Pastor Raging said to me in the back when we were in a, in a minister's room, he said to me, Elijah, I've never heard you preach. Uh, I want you to preach instead, and I'm going to just preach one time, okay? I said, yes, sir. I didn't argue with him. I didn't fight with him. Why did I do that? Why was I, why did, why was I, why was I willing? Because, ladies and gentlemen, I have a reverence or respect for Pastor Ray Jean Wilson and the years of experience that he's had. Uh, he served uh, Kenneth E. Hagan. He served also uh, Kenneth Copeland and done some so and many, many, many other ministers in between. But that's the ones that are more known of that. He's helped. He's helped other ministers too, great ministers, men and women of God that he's helped. But I have a respect and honor and reverence for him. Therefore, I was willing. Come on now. See, this is why do I bring this up? This is what I'm talking about when you hear uh, the fear of the Lord here. Right. We're not talking about being scared of God. We're talking about respecting God. And because we have a respect for him, we're willing. And because we're willing, we get to sit on the couch and get some secrets. Some secrets that other people may not even get. Oh, let me keep going, man. John uh, 14, 23. What did Jesus say? Jesus answered and said, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. My father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. That sounds like this intercourse. That sounds like a couch. That sounds like God saying, sit down right here. I'm going to tell you something. I mean, I tell you, it's like the cool dad in the, in the in the movies, right? He takes his chair and what does he do? He he turns it sideways, right? He sits in the chair backwards. He said, "Let me talk to you, son." <laughs> uh, let's keep going. Acts four, verse thirteen. And when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, watch this now. They marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. Intimacy, the couch of the Lord. Are people realizing that you've been with Jesus or are they realizing that you've been to Harvard? Uh oh. Or are they realizing that you've been to Rama? Oops. Ooh. Are they realizing you've been to King's University? Well, whoops. Whoopsie. See, because I, I be coming up to ministers, man, and I tell you, some ministers, not all, not all, not all, not all, not all, not all, okay? Not judging anybody. I'm talking about what I've seen and heard, right? Uh, you go up to somebody, man, and they'll let you know within two or three seconds where they went. Either they're going to let you know they went to Rhema or, you know, because my spiritual father is Keith Moore, right? So they'll let you know, oh, man, listen, Keith Moore, I tell you what, he was my instructor in Rhema. I mean, that's the first thing I said. I just asked you, how many kids do you have? <laughs> how do we get into all that? 
What is it, man? Like I said, this doesn't happen all the time, but I've seen it before, right? Or to talk about their, you know, their hook, they have ties at Gateway or ties at, you know, uh, Elevation Church or, or Passion City in Atlanta or different things of that nature, right? They'll just throw it out there, man. I didn't ask you all that. Are people taking note, though, that you've been with Jesus? <laughs> Let's move on. When he says uh, unlearned, this means that they had no knowledge of Jewish culture beyond the scriptures, of course. And when it says ignorant men, that was a technical term for those who had not studied in uh, the what would be called the, the rabbi schools. Right. Jesus says something that's very interesting. He got excited and rejoiced in the spirit in Matthew four twenty five. He says, uh, Jesus said, Lord, I thank you uh, that you've hidden these things from the wise and prudent. Watch this now and revealed them to babes. He's talking about the disciples and he's talking about you and I in the future that would follow him through the disciples words. Now. The Pharisees and Sadducees, they were sad, you see. But anyway, that's just an old church joke right over there with uh, when Jesus speaks to the sycamore tree. That's when the pastor would tell you to look at your neighbor and ask him, are you sick of yours? Because I'm sick of mine. All right, let's keep going. The Pharisees and Sadducees were ready. We're talking about willingness being greater than readiness. The, the Pharisees and Sadducees were ready for the fancy robes, for the high positions. But the ones who had the revelation that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God, the one that had that was a willing man wearing a robe that smelt like fish. And he's one of the 12 that's reigning in heaven today. Oh, <laughs> He see he was willing. But the Sadducees and Pharisees were ready with their fancy clothes, but they totally missed Jesus uh, because they weren't willing. Readiness or willingness, excuse me, is greater than readiness. Point number two: you don't have to be ready to be useful. Point number two: you don't have to be ready to be useful. Uh, therefore, uh, if anyone cleanses himself, second Timothy two twenty one, from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master prepared for every good word. Oh, Elijah, come on, man. Come on, Elijah. You dropping the ball. My guy, it says right there. If you cleanse yourself from the latter, you'll be a vessel of honor, sanctified and useful for the master. I see the useful there, but he also said prepared. So that means ready. So your point two doesn't get that point two out of here, Elijah. Okay. You going to let me finish? All right, cool. Don't interrupt me again, by the way, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm just having too much fun up here. When he says prepared under every good work, that is ready. <laughs> ready to take advantage of any opportunity which may offer itself to do a generous noble action ready for every emergency which would enhance the glory of the lord ready even for death or a painful witness let's back up though to verse 14 remember them or excuse me remind them of these things charging them before the lord not to strive about words to no profit to the ruin of the hearers, be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, but shun profane and idle babblings. <laughs> 
for they increase to more ungodliness. You know, there are some profane and idle babblings that you and I are supposed to avoid because they increase more ungodliness and their message will spread like cancer. And he names two individuals whose names are kind of hard to pronounce. So I'm not even going to go there. But he says that those two people are of this sort who have strayed concerning the truth, saying that the resurrection is already past and they overthrow the faith of some. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands having this seal. The Lord knows who are his and let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house, right? This is where he goes. I'm going to talk about this. There are not only vessels of gold, silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor, some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, oh my goodness, he'll be a vessel of honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Now, let me ask you this. What comes first here? The readiness, which will say prepared for every good work, right? Or the willingness. Well, what is that, Elijah? We just read it. Therefore. If anyone cleanses himself, (laughs) what comes first, the readiness prepared for every good work or the willingness. If anyone cleanses himself, willingness came first. If you want to be useful, be willing. (laughs) Golly, man, this is powerful stuff. For the purpose of this podcast episode, let's read it like this. If anyone is willing to cleanse himself from the latter, he'll be ready for every good work. Meat for the master's use literally means suitable to be employed by the Lord Jesus Christ in promoting his work on the earth. The Lord spoke to my heart about this podcast and he said this in the kingdom of God, your willingness is your resume. I'm going to say that again in the kingdom of God. Your willingness is your resume. Do you want to be used by God? He's looking for willingness. Point number three. Will you volunteer as we begin to wrap this up? Psalms 110, one through three. The Lord said to my Lord, sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. This is the old King James, obviously. The Lord shall send the rod of your strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of your enemies, your people. Here it is. Verse three. Your people shall be willing. In the day of your power, in the beauty of holiness from the womb of the morning, thou hast the dew of your youth. He says here, he's talking about what happened with Jesus. Sit down at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. We find out in Hebrews that this is God talking to Jesus as after Jesus, Jesus being ready to getting ready to be raised from the dead, to ascend and, and to rule and to reign. Right. He's talking about that day that you and I are living in now. And in that day, he's talking about Zion. You and I are the Zion of God. And here's what he says will happen in that day. The data of grace that we're living in your people, a characteristic of the day that Jesus Christ is raised, ascended, sitting on the right hand until all the enemies are made his footstool. A characteristic of that day is your people. 
will be willing. He didn't say your people will be ready. Right? It would seem like it would, that would make more sense. Your people are just going to be ready, man. They'll be ready to storm the gates of hell, man. They'll be ready to do it. No, he says your people shall be willing. This is a characteristic of the, the uh, elevated, the ascended Christ. A characteristic of that day. Willingness. The willingness of his people. New King James says it this way. Your people, watch this now, shall be volunteers in the day of your power. You thought volunteers was just something that a pastor made up so he wouldn't have to do everything. No, this is a biblical construct. This is a biblical principle. Your people shall be volunteers in the day of your power. In the beauty of your holiness, from the womb of the morning, you have the dew of your youth. Judges brings up something here. Uh, during the time of the, of the, uh, the great judge, um, Deborah, we talked about her on the podcast on my response to the LGTBQ community. Uh, we talked about her a little bit there. Listen to it if you're curious. But here in Judges 3, 23 through 24, we see something that's very powerful, very pungent, very, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, very to the heart and core of what this podcast is, what I have on my heart for the podcast. So on that day, Judges 2, excuse me, Judges 4, 23 to 24. So on that day, God subdued uh, Jabin, king of, of Canaan, in the presence of the children of Israel. Watch this. And the hand of the children of Israel grew stronger and stronger against Jabin, king of Canaan, until they destroyed Jabin the king of Canaan. The very next verse is chapter five, verse one. Let's keep reading. Then sang Deborah and Barak, the son, the son of Obedim, Obedim. I don't know who, whatever he is, man, that guy, <laughs> they sung this song on that day saying, praise ye the Lord. Watch this now for the avenging of, of Israel. When the people offered themselves willingly, that's the King James. Praise ye the Lord for the avenging of Israel happened. When did it happen? When the people willingly offered themselves as the same word, Hebrew word that what we just read in, in, in Psalms, your people will be willing in the day of your power. The leaders, the leaders and willing ones are the first of all to praise the Lord for having. Here's why they're praising the Lord for having their willingness crowned with victory. <laughs> when we are willing, ladies and gentlemen, our willingness, God sees to it that our willingness is crowned with victory. The turnaround happened when the people willingly offered themselves. The leaders were able to lead when the people offered themselves and led them right into a victory. Your willingness will be crowned with victory, but you and I have to must be willing. Second Corinthians eight twelve. Once again, if there first be a willing mind is acceptable. 
according to what a one has, not according to what he does not have. Look at all the patriarchs in the old covenant. And I want you to name one. Just give me one, one person. Give me one person who was ready. I'll wait. Give me one person of the patriarchs. Well, we know Abram wasn't ready. <laughs> well, listen, we know Noah wasn't ready when God initially said what he said to him. He had to get ready. See, he had to get ready. But see, all of these patriarchs have one thing in common. They were willing. They had a willing heart, a willing mind. Then it's acceptable. You can build an ark till the cows come home. Literally, in Noah's case, because they came two by two. You can do that till they come. But if it's not, if, if there's, if, ooh, man. If you're not willing, it's not acceptable. If you aren't willing, God's not going to accept it. You can perform, you can do a performance, but the performance isn't what's going to get it done. It's the willingness that God's looking for. Are you willing to step out and start that business? Yeah, you may not be ready to, but are you willing? (laughs) Are you willing to to step out in the ministry when it looks like, man, where is the money going to come from? He said, if there first be a willing mind, it's acceptable. Here's the last thing I want to say about willingness. John 6, 16 through 21, New King James Version. And when evening came, his disciples went down to the sea to get into the boat and went into the sea towards uh, Capernaum. It was already dark and Jesus had not come to them. When the sea arose because a great wind was blowing. So when they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and drawing near the boat. And they were afraid. But he said to them, it is I do not be afraid. Here's what I want you to get. Verse 21 here. Then they willingly, I I bet so, received him into the boat. And immediately the boat was at the land where they were going. It says here, they were willing, you could literally say they were willing to receive after being reassured by his voice. When the good shepherd speaks to you and I in the storm that's called, that's going to be called 2022, because there will be storms in 2022. The only thing that is, man, this is just coming out of my, wow, I never, I didn't see it like that. The only thing that's going to get us through is to hear his voice and to willingly receive him into the boat. And what happens when you and I willingly receive him into the boat in the midst of chaos, in the midst of what's going wrong in the world and what will go wrong in the world? Because it will. It ain't getting any better in the world. There'll be storms that hit you in 2022. I guarantee you that. Shout out to Charles Barkley. (laughs) I guarantee you that. But when, but when you and I willingly, when we hear him, when we hear his voice, right? When we hear his voice and we're willing to receive him, what happened here? It says, and immediately the boat was at the land. The passage translation says it like this. They were relieved to take him in. The moment Jesus stepped into the boat, they were instantly transported to the other side. Here's the last thing I want to say about willingness willingness receiving the word that jesus speaks to your heart 
doing what he tells you to do in the storm that will be called 2022. Being willing to receive him into your boat to do what he's telling you to do, to not be afraid because it's him speaking to you, man. Oh, man. When you willingly receive that word, when you willingly act on that word, ladies and gentlemen, you'll get there quickly. Willingness will get you there quicker. (laughs) Willingness will get you there faster. When they received him, they immediately were on the other side. Immediately, they were transported to the other side because they willingly received Jesus. Let me pray for you. Father God, we thank you that this year there will be storms. And just like we've experienced every year of our lives. But there'll be an increase in some things that are going on in the world, Father. I know by your spirit you've told me that there are going to be some things that happen in this coming year. In the year that we'll be uh, living in, the the time that this podcast is released in 2022. Oh, Father, but we thank you that we're willing. The any man is key. You said if anyone wills to do his will, he'll know. We say we are willing. We volunteer to sit on the couch and to receive counseling from you. We say that we we don't have to be ready to be useful. We'll purge ourselves. We'll present ourselves willingly. And you'll do the rest and the work in us. And we'll be useful for you. We understand that in the kingdom, our willingness is our resume. We say that we offer ourselves willingly. We say that we volunteer in the day of your power. And we will see miracles, signs, and wonders. And we give you praise for it. We'll get there quicker. We'll get it and make it to the other side quickly. Because we willingly receive you. The things you'll tell us to do in 2022. When we know it's you, we will not be afraid. And we'll willingly receive that word and we'll willingly act on those words and we'll get to the other side quickly in Jesus name. Amen. Guys, I love you so much. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. Hopefully it blessed you. It gave you something that you can uh, rely on and, and, and that you can come back and even listen to as we're in 2022. There's good things happening in greater than podcasts. There's good things happening in Merle Ministries International. As uh, the super kids would say, stay tuned. My name is Elijah Merle. I love you so much. Uh, I'm going to hop off here. But don't ever forget this now. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Thank you for listening to the Greater Than Podcast. If you'd like to learn more, please visit us at MerleMinistries.com. That's M-U-R-R-E-L-L Ministries.com. Merle Ministries International.